In today's show, we're going to learn Hilchus Talmateira, Perik Hei Vav and Zayn, and we will conclude Hilchus Talmateira. Perik Hei Alocha Alok, Shem Shadam Tzuvah B'chved Ovev Yerasei, just like a person is commanded to honor and fear his, his father, his parents, Kach Ochayv B'chved Rabbev Yerasei, Yasem Yavav, so too, he's obligated with the honor and the fear of his teacher more than his father. Shavah Mevi Alachai Yilom Azev, Rabbi Meleshin Mevi Chach Mevi Alachai Yilom Abav, his father brought him into this world and his teacher brings him into the world to come. He saw lost item of his father was teacher. He first has to return the teacher's item. If he sees his father or his teacher trying to load a certain package, he first helps his teacher than his father. His father or teacher are in, uh, in, uh, trapped in a prison. He first redeems his teacher and then his father. If his father was a Talmud Chacham, he first redeems his father. So too, if his father is a Talmud Chacham, even if he's not in the same standing as his teacher, he first returns his father's item, then his teacher's item. There's nothing, there's no honor or fear greater than the honor and fear of a teacher. The fear of one's teacher should be equivalent to the fear of the Eibishter. The fear of the Chacham said, Whoever disputes the authority of his teacher is as if he's disputing the Shechina. Whoever fights against his teacher is fighting against the Eibishter. Whoever complains against his teacher is as if he's complaining against the Eibishter. Whoever thinks disparagingly in a negative way against, um, after his teacher it's as if he has fought disparagingly against what is meant by disputing the authority of the teacher this refers to a person who establishes a yeshiva based medrash and he sits and he teaches without the permission of his teacher and his teacher is, is, is uh, during the lifetime of this teacher this applies even if one's teacher is in a different country. It's forbidden for a person to paskin in the presence of his teacher. Whoever does so is liable to, uh, to a, 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 is worthy of death. If there was a distance of 12 mil between a teacher and the student, and a, a matter of halacha was asked to the student, he's allowed to respond to but to uh, prevent someone from transgressing a prohibition, even in the presence of one's teacher, one is permitted to say what should be done. What is implied to for example, he saw someone do, paving in a way that's forbidden, either due to lack of knowledge or, or, or because uh, due to his wickedness. He's allowed to say, um, that uh, to this person, this thing, this this action is prohibited. Even in the presence of his teacher, even if his teacher didn't give him permission, whoever Hashem is involved, there's no uh, deference. No deference is paid to the teacher's honor. If it's a uh, a matter that happened uh, incidentally, but to fix himself and to give sakim and to teach for those who have any question even if he's at one end of the world and his teachers at the other end of the world it's forbidden for him to teach until his teacher passes away unless he takes permission from his teacher not everyone whose teacher passes away can he then have permission and authority to pass 
this uh, he, he would only be able to do so if he's a student who is worthy of giving a psak. Any student who didn't come to this estate to give a, a good psak, Omeiren, he does do so. He's wicked, a fool, and haughty. So to inversely, a student who does come to the state of where he's able to give a psak, the Enu Meirin doesn't do so. He withholds Torah and places stumbling blocks in front of those who don't know what to do. This refers, these, un, these says the Rambam, these undeveloped, underdeveloped Talmidim who uh, haven't learned too much Torah and seek greatness in front of the, the people. And uh, always jump to the front of the line to get the honor to to psak to, to say what should be done. These are the ones who who uh, spread the division. And they destroy the world. And extinguish the light of Torah. And wreak havoc in the vineyard of the Ebishtah. Regarding them. To say his teacher's name, even not in his presence. Provided this is a a uh, an interesting name. When whoever hears this name knows who he's referring to. So if it's an interesting name, if it's a strange name, say, then he isn't allowed to say his name, even not in his presence. He isn't allowed to mention his name in his presence, even to call, even say he had a, a, a colleague who, who bared the same name as, as, as his teacher, um, the same way that one isn't allowed to do so in the presence of his father. He should change his colleague's name even after his teacher passes away. The person should never be the first, um, uh, take the first step in giving shalom to his teacher. The same way that friends do um, give and take shalom from each other. He bows before him and he says in awe, the covenant and in respect, shalom alecho rabbi. And if his teacher first proceeded and gave him shalom, he should respond, shalom alecho rabbi. A person shouldn't remove his tefillin in the presence of his teacher and shouldn't recline. He should sit like one sits in the presence of the king. He shouldn't pray in front, behind, or next to, right next to his teacher. It's redundant, needless to say, that one shouldn't walk um, uh, right by his side. He should distance himself from behind his teacher. He shouldn't position himself direct. He shouldn't position himself directly behind his teacher. And only then he should pray. He shouldn't enter a bathhouse with his teacher. Sit in his place for or um, um, not side against his teacher's opinion in his presence. Or contradict his statements. Shouldn't sit until his teacher says should only stand until his teacher gives him, gives him the shush to stand. When one departs the from, from his teacher, he shouldn't turn his back. He should walk backwards while facing him. A person is obligated to stand the moment he sees his teacher until his, his, uh, 
until he passes beyond the field of his vision. For the year he came out, he doesn't see him anymore. Then he can sit. A person is obligated to visit his teacher during the Yom Tovim. Honor, deference shouldn't be shown to a student in the presence of his teacher unless the teacher does so himself. All forms of work that a servant does to his master, a student does for his teacher. If, however, they were in a place where they do not know the nature of the student, and he didn't have any tefillin on him, and we know that an Eved is not even tefillin. And being that he doesn't have tefillin, and he's behaving in a way that an Eved behaves to his master, and he's concerned, that people might think that he's an Eved, he doesn't uh, help him put his shoes or take them off. The Haino, he doesn't help his teacher the way that an Eved helps his, and a servant helps his master. <coughs> Whoever, whichever teacher, refrains any student from helping him, any student who uh, disparages any any form of honor of his teacher, he causes the Shechina to depart from Kla Yisrael. If he sees his teacher doing being over an Avera, you tell the teacher, such, such and such you have taught us. Whenever you mention, a uh, statement in his presence. Um, uh, you should uh, you should tell him you have taught us the following. The following uh, idea. One shouldn't mention something he hadn't heard from his teacher until he mentions who who made that statement. And when his teacher passes away, he rips all his clothes. Until he reveals his heart, so a very large rip. And he should never mend them. Regarding a uh, an outstanding teacher, from whom one has gained the majority of his wisdom. Didn't learn from him the majority of his wisdom. He's considered a talmud uh, He's not. Um, obligated in all the details mentioned above. Avol emid milfan. Nevertheless, he stands when he in his, when he's in his presence. And when he passes away, he should do kriya, just like when we do kriya when a relative passes away. Even if he only learned a a uh, one one din from him, it doesn't make a difference what the din is—a larger din or a small din. Emid milfanov. He has to stand when he's in his presence. Vikrei olav and rend his garments at his death. Every student with a with a with a uh, with a proper character doesn't talk, doesn't speak in front of anyone who is wiser than he is. Even though he has not learned anything from him, an outstanding teacher wanted to forego his honor. Regarding any of the items, the details discussed above, either all of them or one of them. To all the students or to one of his students, or the permission is with him. Even if the even if the teacher forgoes his honor, nevertheless the students still have to respect him. Just like the student is obligated in the honor of his teacher, so too the teacher is obligated in the honor of his students to honor his students and to draw them near. A person has to be very careful with the students and to love them. 
because they are like sons who bring him Hanoi in this world and in the world to come. Students increase the teacher's wisdom and broaden his horizons. Much I've learned from my teachers, and more from my colleagues, and we tell me that from my students, just like a small twig <coughs> burns a larger log of wood, so too, a younger student sharpens the skill of the of the teacher until through his questions he brings forth a brilliant wisdom. Every, it's a mitzvah to respect every time chacham. Even if he's not his teacher, one who has acquired wisdom. When at what uh, at what um, when is one obligated to stand before him? When he is within his four amis, until he passes him. One shouldn't stand uh, before chacham in a bathhouse. Implying standing up that conveys respect, and in such a situation, this isn't respectful. Um, craftsmen aren't obligated to stand up in the presence of a Tamil Chacham whilst they're engaged in their work. That, and we learn from the connection of these words, from the juxtaposition, that respect. Uh, showing respect doesn't involve financial loss. But being if they were to stop the work, it would involve ches and kiss, so they don't they're not obligated to stand up. From where do we know that a person shouldn't um, close his eyes, so to say, divert his attention from a chacham in order not to stand up um, when he's within his presence? What's the connection between Yiras Hashem and standing up before a chacham? Explains the Ramam. Anything that's dependent on one's conscience. Because Ebushu knows what's happening. What's happening. A Tamil Chacham shouldn't make a point to walk amongst the people to uh, uh, to be, uh, to position himself before them so that they should stand up before him. He should take a short route to and he should have in mind not to uh, bother them, so to say. And uh, to stand up. Chacham would take circular routes through the outskirts of the city where people wouldn't recognize them in order not to trouble them. Riding is considered to, uh, in this din, to be considered as walking. Just like one stands up when Chacham is walking, so too one should stand up before Chacham who is riding. When three people are journeying together, the teachers in the center, the student of greater stature is on his right, and the, and the student of lesser stature is on his left. mentioned before, one who sees a Tamachachim doesn't need to stand up until it comes within his four Amis. When he passes, he can sit down. If he sees the Av Bezen, he stands up from the moment he sees him from a distance. Doesn't sit down until he passes from behind him for Amis. If he sees the Nasi, who is more harsher than the Av Bezen, he stands up from the moment he sees him from a distance. He doesn't sit down until the Nasi sits in his place, or until he goes beyond his vision. A Nasi who forgo on his uh, on his honor is uh, he, he may do so. When the Nasi enters, 
call her everybody stands that they and uh, they don't sit until the Nasi tells them sit we make and the other people remain seated in their places only those who are, are standing right by the path where the Avbezin go th- uh, goes through have to stand up when a sage enters, whoever is within his four amis has to stand up before him. Until he reaches this place, the sons of the students, and the students themselves, when they are needed by the by the community, they may uh, jump uh, jump over the heads of the people. Or climb over them and, and until they reach the place. However, says she she comes to This isn't praise uh, praise where the behavior, because uh, you're putting people in an uncomfortable situation. If he had to leave for to relieve himself, for example, he's allowed to go back to his place. He or he goes back to his place. Sons of students. If they have the understanding, if they are able to understand what is being said in the base medrash, they turn their faces to the father. And listen to what he has to say. If they don't have understanding to, to if they don't, if they are not able to understand what the father is teaching, they turn their faces to the people. A student who sits in the presence of his teacher, is not allowed to stand up. Only morning and evening time, so that the honor paid to him does not exceed the honor paid to the Eibushter. Bezikna, person who is of extremely old age, even if he's not a wise person, we have to stand up in his presence. Even if he's, if he, a young person is wise, he must stand in front of a person who is very, very old. He doesn't have to be stand entirely erect. Only the amount which involves respect, uh, respecting the, the person who's standing up. Even if it, the zakin is a guy, he should be addressed with words of respect and the hand should be extended to support him. Even if the old person is not a yid. shouldn't personally take part in communal work such as building and digging. Lest they become uh, disgraced in the eyes of the, the common people. Money shouldn't be collected for them to pay. For building the city wall, or fixing the gates, or or its watchman's the watchman's payment, the The same applies regarding uh, a fee that should that uh, that that is taken for a present to the king. That that Talmid Chachamim shouldn't be shouldn't uh, take a part in paying. Similarly, they're not obligated to pay any tax. Whether it's a tax levied. That's a general tax on the city. Or if it's a head tax. Says the Novi that even though now they are amongst the nations and they have to give certain certain penalties, in a, in a small while they will be released from the burden of the king. From here we see that uh, the Timit Chachamim aren't obligated to uh, pay taxes. If a Tamil Chacham does certain merchandise, we let him sell it first. We don't let anybody else sell until he sells. If he had a certain 
judgment to if he had a certain legal matter to be taken to take care of. And he was standing amongst other litigants. Um, he's given priority and uh, he's also allowed to sit. It's a great sin to embarrass Tamid Chachamim. Yerushalayim was destroyed on this point because they embarrassed Tamid Chachamim. They embarrassed, they disparaged those who would teach the Ebishter's word. First to those who embarrass those who teach the Torah. Whoever embarrasses the Talmud Chacham, even though a person who embarrasses the Talmud Chacham has no portion in the world to come, if witnesses come and say that they embarrassed this Talmud Chacham, I feel a bit varim, even if it was just verbally, he is, he is uh, obligated to be placed under a ban of nidoy, of ostracism, that people have to stay away from him. The details will be explained by the Rambam in the following period. Umanadun Oisei, based in Barabim, based in put him under nidoy um, publicly. It's a public uh, declaration. And he has given a knas, a certain measurement of zav, of gold to be paid. In every place, when they say, and it's given to the Chacham who was embarrassed. From a vase, a Chacham, a bit of him, a feel of a person embarrasses a Chacham, even after he passes away. When Adam Isi Bezen, Bezen put him under Nidam, he made an Isaac Shachta Bechuva. And they resolve the Nidoy when he does Chuva. Of Imho Yachacham Chai, if this sage who he embarrassed is still alive, he made an Isaac Shiratza Zeshinidu Bishvilo, he first has to appease his Tamil Chacham, and then the Nidoy is taken off. A Chacham himself is allowed to place a needle in someone else to preserve his honor. <laughs> against the Namaritz who who uh, uh, um, acted outrageously against him. He doesn't require um, witnesses or, 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 or a full warning. <laughs> and this needle isn't resolved until this Hamaritz appeases the Chacham. We embarrass. If a chacham passes away, three people come and they resolve the need of If a chacham wants to forego his honor, he's permitted to do so. If a teacher places a ban on someone, all his students have to follow that ban. If a student if a student ban put a nidah on someone for his own honor, the teacher of the student isn't obligated to follow that nidah. Nevertheless, the other uh, the, um, com the other common people do have to follow this nidah. If a person is placed under ban by the nasi, he's placed under he all the yidin have to follow that ban. But if a person is placed under ban by all the yidin, He's not considered a menuda to the Nasi. The Nasi can still come in contact with him. If a person is placed under a nidu by the inhabitants of his own city, he's considered to be under nidu for residents of another city. So city two aren't allowed to have any correspondence with that person who's placed under ban in city one. A person who is placed under ban in another city, meaning that city two placed a person in city one under ban, the other residents in city one don't fall and don't have to respect that neither. Means, meaning that they are allowed to conter, uh, interact with that person who lives amongst them. <laughs> the 
um, regarding someone who was uh, acted disrespectfully against Tamid Chacham, if someone was placed under ban for the for the for the following inyanim, which Rambam is going to lay out soon, which a person is chayv nidoy, feeling nidoy, cotton should be israel, even if a cotton should be israel, a person of the lowest stature uh, placed him under a nidoy, and he deserved that nidoy. Everyone is obligated to follow that nidoy until that person does tshuva and they resolve that nidoy. I'll ask them about varim menad nesa adam ben ish ben isha. That twenty-four on twenty-four. Uh, um, um, reasons a person is placed under nidah whether a man or a woman when a person embarrasses a chacham a sage even after his passing or a person who embarrasses a messenger of the court the person who calls his colleague a slave a court a person who was declared a person who was ordered to come to court at a specific time but didn't come um, hey number five a person who acts disparagingly Against the Takan of the Chachamim, or regard, needless to say, against the, uh, something that the Torah writes. A person doesn't accept the rule of law. He's placed under a Nidoy until he accepts the rule of law. A person who has in his domain a, an, an item, something that can damage, that can cause damage, a bad dog, or a weak lad, placed under until he removes the damage. A person who sells his land to an idol worshiper, is placed under ban until the original owner accepts any liability that might occur um, to the Yid who is the. Um, who has a field next to this land that was sold to the guy. So if you have two fields next to each other, the left one belonged to Reuven, the right one belonged to Shimon, and Reuven sold the left one to a guy, Reuven has to, is placed under Nidoy until he accepts all responsibility of damage that the guy might cause to Shimon who was on the right. Tess, Hamed al Yisrael bar Kaishal to testifies in a court of law of Goim, and based on his testimony, money was taken out, not al the dinim, uh, not al the dinim of of the Torah. So is placed under Nidah until he reimburses that person who money was taken out unlawfully. Yod a butcher who is a coin who doesn't separate certain parts that are given to Kehanim. He thinks I'm okay. I'm going to keep him for them for myself. So he's placed under a nidoy until he gives him to another coin. One who um, desecrates and doesn't keep, doesn't uphold the second day of Yom Tov of Golis, even though it's a minik. Interesting, who discusses how this is different than the Divri Safrim, one who's Mavazi Divri Safrim that the Rama mentioned before. One who does Malach out of Pesach after midday, which is when we bring the Korban Pesach, a person who takes the name of Hashem in vain. Or takes an oath with no uh, for, for something narsh. You dalat and maybe yes, Rabbi Dechilosham, one who brings one who causes the public to desecrate Hashem's name, maybe Sarabni Dechilos Kotram Chutz, one who causes the public to eat uh, certain kabonis outside the specific boundaries. Tezain, Machashashon, Makave, Hadashon, Machutzlots, one who establishes years and months outside of Eritisra. Machshul Seiver, one who gives bad advice to a person who doesn't know any better. Yudches eighteen, a Ma'akiv Rabbi Nasis Mitzvah, one withholds the public from performing a mitzvah. Yudtes Tabach Shiatzet Trefim Tachas Yodei, a butcher who sold 
an unkosher animal, a butcher, a slaughter, he didn't check his knife in front of a chacham before he shechted, one who intentionally causes, causes himself to have an erection, one who divorces his wife, and they enter into a partnership, a massive amount, which causes him to, um, uh, uh, which requires them to come into contact. When they come to the presence of, of the court, they're placed under a nidoy. Chav Gimel 23, a sage whose reputation has soured. Chav Da'ala 24, the final point which a person receives. A nidoy is a person who places another person under a nidoy who wasn't deserving this nidoy. Peirik Zayn Hilchus Talmud the final Peirik of Hilchus Talmud if you have a wise sage, Rinasi or Av Bezdin, whose reputation soured, we never place them under Nida in public. Unless they behave like Yeravan Benavat and his cronies. If he sins, other sins, which are liable to lashes, we lash him in private. That means that if someone of, 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 of great stature is sins and fails, we should cover his sin over like night, like the darkness. We tell him, preserve your honor and stay at home. Any who is liable to receive a nidoy, Bezin is forbidden to, to jump upon his case and to quickly uh, uh, come... Uh, uh, a claim, a nidoy on him, rather they should uh, pull themselves out from this case and, and run away from it. The great uh, sages would uh, praise themselves that they were never counted as part of the quorum who placed the nidoy on the time of the Even if they are part of the quorum who uh, who give him lashes in the Sky Malchus. Nevertheless, they would they wouldn't uh, be part of the group that would place upon him an edict. Even if they would participate uh, in the quorum required to give him Marcus Mardus, Marcus de Rabon. Based for case of the how is this ban issued? The court pronounces plainly so and so shall be ostracized. If this Nido was in his done in his presence, ban of excommunication, the term and expression he is cursed by Allah by Shvua by Nidoi. Gimel, Ketzmatirin, Hanidei, how is this ban of Nidoi? Oyah Khairim, of excommunication lifted. Oymer Loi, Sharilacha, you're forgiven. Sharilacha, you are you're released. Machalacha, you're forgiven. Vimi Tirosh Lebefanov. If it was really, if he was lifted outside of his presence. So and so was released. So and so was forgiven. How does one who's placed underneath behave, and how should those around him behave with him? The person who was underneath the is forbidden to take a haircut or to bathe, like a person who was in, in a state of mourning. During the state of his nidui, he's not part of the zimun. He's not included into any quorum of ten people. For Dovashib Gdusha, Valiation Ima Baba Amis, nobody can be within his four cubits. Avashen Hulachim, he's allowed to teach Rashid and Lay, people can teach him. If Niska Vasekh can hire himself and 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 uh, and uh, hire people to work for him, the Im Nais Benido, if he dies in the state of Nidi, Basin Shokhan Amrichan Evan Al Arini. 
based in sand and place a stone on his coffin, as if to say, that they have stoned him, for he has been separated from the community. Needless to say, eulogies aren't recited, and, uh, and uh, his, his uh, coffin shouldn't be accompanied. A person who's placed on the cherem is of a more severe degree. He can't, he's not allowed to teach you. Nobody can teach him. He's allowed to do chazare to himself so in order that he shouldn't forget his learning. He's not, he's not allowed to be hired. He's, he isn't allowed to hire anybody else. He's not allowed to do business with anybody. Only the amount necessary for his sustenance, for his livelihood. A person who was in a state of need for 30 days, and he didn't request Bezdin to lift his nether, his nidoi, he's placed under the, the second stage, the second set of 30 days. If after the second set of 30 days he didn't come to Bezdin requesting that for them to lift the nidoi, he's placed under excommunication. How many people are necessary, are required to lift a person who's placed under Nidio Echerim? Three people are Philhediates, even if they're commoners. A single judge who has a unique expertise is allowed to lift the Nidio Echerim by himself. A student is allowed to um, uh, lift up the Nidio Echerim even in the presence of his teacher. Now notice that there's no halacha test between Zayn and there's no halacha ches between Zayn and Tess because ches is a uh, an acronym for cherem and being that a cherem is very severe so the Rambam seems to have s- skipped over the number ches so we move from Zayn to Tess halacha Tess when three individuals issue a ban issue a a nidoy and they then departed and this person who has the nidoy on him the tshuve from the point of for which they placed the nidi on him, three other people can come and lift the ban. Person doesn't know who placed the nidi on him. You should go to the nasi who was the highest level of klal in this regard, and the nasi may release him from his nidi. If a nidi was placed conditionally, even if one imposed that condition, that nidi on himself, it must be nullified before ordinary interaction with this person is permitted. If a Tamad Chacham issued the ban upon himself, even if he made that ban conditional, even if he made that ban uh, because of a matter which requires a Nidoi, he's allowed to nullify the ban himself. Person would dreamt that they that he was given a nidoy during a dream he had uh, he had a cholim that, that he was placed under a nidoy even if, even if he knows who uh who placed him under the nidoy it could be uh, anybody even a low life he requires some people who are proficient in Torah law to release him from the ban if he didn't find these 10 people he must journey even to the distance of a parsa to reach them. Um, he didn't find the material if he lost in a Mishnah. Ten people who study Mishnah may lift the ban. If he didn't find ten people in Mishnah, he may use ten people 
who know how to learn Torah, and they should lift the ban. Didn't find ten people who know how to read Chumash, then the, even people ten people don't know should be should be uh, brought together to lift the ban. If he doesn't have ten people in his locale, even three ordinary people can lift the ban. It's interesting to note that in Lachid Beis discusses a person who receives a nidah during a chalim, but there's a cloud that the Dirvi Chalemi say Maimon Bemeridin, and this point will be brought up later in Hilchas Maisris. Ein Shom, Yud Gimel Mishnidul Befanov. Whenever a ban is Mishnidul Befanov, Eimatimne El Befanov. Whenever a nidah is given in the presence of an individual, it can only be lifted in his presence. Nidul Shle Befanov. If he was placed under nidah. Not uh, when not in his presence, it may be lifted whether in front of his presence or not. There's no fixed amount of time between the issuance of an idoy and its release. Even in one moment, when he does tshuva. If Basin see fit to keep him in his nidah for many years, based on his wicked behavior, they may do so. If Basin see a person should be placed under Khedim initially, without the the first set and second set of 30 days of Anidai. To place anybody under a ban who, who's, who eats with him, Vishim or drinks with him, who's within his four Amis. They're placed under Khedim in order to uh, 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 admonish or could and to fix a fence around the Tera actually so that um, uh, sin shouldn't be spread amongst Khlaisrah. Even though Khachim has a shus to place someone under a needle. It's not praiseworthy of a Tam Chacham to behave in this way. You should close his ears and from what the from what the Amar Aritz has to say. Don't pay any attention. Such was the behavior of the early Hasidim. They would listen to what the people, had, what the scoffers had to say. They wouldn't respond. They would uh, be very um, forgiving. To the person who embarrassed them. Great sages would uh, praise themselves of their behavior. That they would, that they never place a person under neither for their honor. This is the way that should behave. If it was done in private, if it was embarrassed in private, if it was embarrassed in public, is forbidden to forego his honor. And if he does, he's punished. The Tamachacham is punished. because he's causing the embarrassment of Tera. He should uh, seek vengeance and carry enmity over this embarrassment. like a snake, actually until the offender does tshuva and the requests to be pardoned, and uh, he should forgive him straight away. We have finished Hilchas Talmud Torah.